I'm Liv. And I'm Nicole. And we're Chuckaboos. And this is our podcast. Different name, same dumb bitches. <laughs> but anyway, we should probably do an intro. Yeah. We're back. We're back again because we kind of drifted off last time and it was covid's fault i feel like we were it all kicked off yeah we were very a lot of us are you know we're in relationships i have a child Mm -hmm. and all of us just got sick at some point within like between october and december and life happens like it's and then life happens and crazy things happen but it's 2022 yeah fresh start fresh start it's been a year well we've been doing this for a year now we're having a fresh start. We've got a fresh look on our social medias. It's it's going to be good. It's going to be our year. This is what's. I, I'm yeah. I'm convinced it's going to be our year. <laughs> I have to believe it's going to be our year. <laughs> Every year is our year, but this is really going to be Since our year. 2016. It's all been going downhill, regardless. I mean, oh god. Have you seen yeah. the sort of the, that that theory that like what started with Harambe's death is now going to end with Betty White's death? So that's like a whole period of history now oh. and now like that signifies a new age and a new timeline kind of thing um, i wouldn't be surprised it's something i feel like you would read yeah like it, I, you imagine like in history books <laughs> like in the, in the future, history books they're yeah. like and then the period of the great sadness happened between <laughs> harambe's death in 2016 and betty white's death in 2021 <laughs> the age of the big sad the big sad oh my god because it has been like every year's just been getting weirder and weirder and like harder and harder so you know let's well, be optimistic it's gonna it's gonna get better right it's gonna get better right nicole tell me it's gonna get better did you see that post and it was like what did people think like people who lived through these hard times like the great depression the spanish flu did they think the black finished? death yeah and when you go back into you know books and first-hand accounts it's all they want to do is just they want it to end yeah they want things to for it to you know for things to go back to the way it was mm-hmm. i had this conversation with someone the other day actually we were talking about how i don't know i feel like the the way that we're conscious about what's happening at the moment and how it's kind of like at the end of last year it looked more positive and i thought we were kind of through the worst of it obviously we're not it's still happening it's ongoing it's endemic but i was like well they had the spanish flu i would like did like a couple of years afterwards was that like affecting the way that people were living like once it ended do you know what i mean Mm. like are we gonna have that like or is this just gonna be the thing that when we have grandkids this is gonna this time in our lives will be the blitz that was to our grandparents you know i think you are seeing it especially i think in the workforce Mm. and how like almost every country has had anti-government protests Mm. you know in the last year and a half, two years. So I think it is changing the way we're thinking mm. in the sense that, so you know how in medieval times there was serfdom and yeah. um, after the Black Death, they were like, wait, Can't you should be this. paying us yeah. for the, like, you know, you, I can just go anywhere. I don't have to work for you. I'm hot. I'm and- a hot commodity right now. You, like, you need me. <laughs> <laughs> this little serf guy was just like, you need me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, like William is just like, hey, uh, I'm going to go over, like down south a couple of miles and go work for this guy because he's like paying, you know, Top a shilling dollar, more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not working for you anymore. And that's kind of how serfdom ended. 
didn't it? So I feel like that's what we're going through now is that but where is that? People are kind of realizing that was kind of like a supply and demand issue. Whereas with the whole working from home thing, I think that humans have just reached a point of pure laziness that they're like, I'm not going back to work. I think in the sense that like maybe more in service areas, people Mm. are saying, you know, I don't need to put up with the way customers are treating me oh my god a hundred percent like i wish i'm sure you've you've seen all this but like molly may and the we've got the same 24 hours and like okay i've heard two both sides of the story of like that you have to listen my backy yeah like (laughs) that you have to listen to the whole podcast because apparently it's just like she's talking about her experience of it but at the same time even taking that snippet out She's basically saying that we all have the same 24 hours. It's whatever you do with it. And it's like, it's not. It really isn't. It's. But even if it was about her personal experience, it's she has the same 24 hours in a day, but also. Privilege. I don't know much about her, but she sounds like she comes from a very privileged area. I think she's from. God, don't quote me on this. But like my only knowledge, I knew when she was on Love Island. I loved her on that. But she's like Cheshire background. She was a beauty pageant queen. Then she went on Love Island. Then she became like pretty. Don't discount the power of your parents being able to financially take care of also most being of your society's beauty standard weight standard you know mm-hmm. lifestyle standard like they're all privileges that not like i can't remember who was i talking to oh i think i was we were having dinner with friends and we were just kind of like do you think that if i had the same beauty privilege and like xyz as she mm-hmm. did like i'd be sat here with you guys like that was basically <laughs> like, do you think i'd be in this life like i would not <laughs> like let's you know not saying that she hasn't had worked any hard. hardships yeah. or and she hasn't worked hard but i always kind of say it like it's like a race and let's say you get a like you get a foot head start for every privilege that you have mm. being a white upper class you know blonde beautiful you're basically woman, near the finish line like you know you have a couple of feet ahead mm-hmm. as other people so comparing yourself you know to beyonce but also compare yourself to people that are not as privileged as you mm-hmm. is obtuse yeah like what you choose to do with those hours in the day fantastic but i just know that having worked in retail and food with customers and things you know it's exhausting like when we don't all have the same time and resources mm-hmm. and support you know um like it, it it was just i just yeah and then like you look at it and she's got like the company pretty little thing they pay their workers in the uk three pound fifty an hour that's it for making oh garments God. i know and then you've got her earning all that money and saying, we've all got the same 24 hours. And it's like, you think those people have the same 24 hours to go home after mm-hmm. a shift of earning £3.50 an hour and being able to boss it at home? I wouldn't. I'd go to bed. Like, And also, people don't, like, people really discount commuting. Oh, it's every, it all adds up. It's commuting. And then, I mean, not in... That's how much free time you have. How, yeah. many, how many free hours does Beyonce have because she can afford a chauffeur? Yeah, exactly. Can afford a nanny. And a not cook. to deal with the general uh, public. Do you know how exhausting that is? I still stand by mm-hmm. it. I think every person should do national service, but instead of like the army as it used to be, it should be customer service and you work in the retail or just customer service Absolutely. industry. Everyone should do it. Food, hospitality. I want, I want a Karen screaming at you. I don't think there'd be as many Karens in the world if everyone did this. I don't understand. <laughs> People <laughs> laugh at our, our, you know, our customer service stories working for the National Trust. And it's like, nope, this is this is real. People act. 
And then they go home and they think that's fine. But I go home and I'm like, you're a funny story. That basically, I that's what I it, wonder. Like, I wonder if they go home and they think, wow, I was a little irrational before. No, I, I don't um, believe that. I believe that they go home. You know, I was hungry. I was. Yeah, it was a bad day <laughs> for me. No, I believe that they go home and they'll probably recount. They'll either forget it completely or they'll recount what happened. And it will present them in a light that yeah. like all their family and friends will be like, yeah, yeah, totally no, you were totally right. Like, you should not have to pay to go into the cafe. Like. That is very true because I remember when I was working at Nordstrom, this woman came in. She said she got these Chanel sunglasses. So easily, like minimum $300 sunglasses, mm-hmm. minimum, uh, as a gift um, from a wedding or something like that. Uh, but she didn't like the color. So she wanted the exact same ones in a different color, mm-hmm. but she didn't have the receipt. Uh, so I said, like, the best thing we can do is that we can exchange it, but you will have to pay tax on them. Mm-hmm. Because... As you've told me, like the only information you've given me is that it's from New Jersey, which doesn't have a retail tax. I believe it like that was the rule. Mm. So if you buy them in New York, you have to pay the tax. Okay. And she was like, well, I don't know why I have to pay the tax. This is ridiculous. I'm a New York citizen. I shouldn't have to pay tax. And I'm like, if you're from New York, you should know that we have some of the highest tax. Yeah. You know, sales tax in the country. So I don't know why you're like shocked. She bought that in New Jersey and she was trying to return. She said she like... She, it was like I don't know if it was like a, you know a lie or anything like that, but that was the gist of it. That right, like okay. they were from New Jersey. I mean, surely you have an uh, idea that like a place that's like thirty minutes away from where you live has a different tax. Yeah, to that you. they like, don't. Yes. So uh, I don't so buy that it. was the whole thing. Um. So she's just going on and on. You know, I asked I asked my manager and she said no. She has to pay. She doesn't have a receipt. You can mm. buy these Chanel sunglasses anywhere. Mm. You know, you're gonna. It's not like uh, it was a Nordstrom product. So. Well, I'm going back and forth with her and she is just giving me all kinds of um, slack or flack rather. And then her friend comes over and I was like, okay, maybe her friend will be like, you know, it's only $25. It's not that much. Like it's still cheaper than buying a whole brand new pair of sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Um, like, don't be such a cow. Uh, no, her friend comes over. She explains the situation. And she's like, well, that's dumb. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't know why I expected you to be the voice of reason, ma'am. No, because you see dumb attracts dumb. Like, you can't expect that someone like that is going to have friends that have got sense. I just feel like I've never done that. I don't know. I'd like to think that if, like, if, you know, one of us was being, Mm. like, didn't understand the situation or was being, you know, irrational about something, we'd at least be like, okay, maybe we could just, just, like, take a step back. Yeah, but then again, I think that comes down to the fact that we've both worked in retail and customer Maybe, service, yeah. like we know, like I am so apologetic to anyone that works in those kind of roles because mm-hmm. I like anything when they're like, I'm so sorry about this, and I'm like, don't you dare apologize. Like this is nothing <laughs> to do with you. You are perfect. I hope you go home and you know that you are like appreciated. You're whereas worthy. like, whereas I know people that are really impatient and the kind of and their argument is like, well, if I'm not getting the service that I'm paying for, then you know, and I'm like, yeah, but there's a human behind that service, and even if yeah. it's shit, and it's also usually not their fault. Yeah, like every unless it like unless it really is their fault is a cause for like an issue like it's usually not that specific person's fault like i remember when we had a lego event Mm. um where we worked and the booking the online booking program overbooked it Mm. so they were turning people away and of course who has to explain to all the children Mm. 
that they tried to call as many people as they could to get them rescheduled and stuff like that but some people it didn't get so i explained to this woman who was like the grandma mm. of this child that was these two children that were going and i was trying to explain to her what happened and she was like well you're going to have to every english person is just going to have a long island accent in this situation <laughs> um rather than me doing the accent it was like you're gonna have to explain to my grandson because he was so excited and now you are going to have to disappoint him and like just really hammering it in and i was like i will i will disappoint your grandson i i think it is an important lesson to learn that life sometimes is disappointing exactly um, start young it, it will make okay. it a lot easier she was just going on and on and like like hammering in that i was going to disappoint this child you know at some point though like i would probably relish the fact that i was going to disappoint this child like just in a really petty way <laughs> just the fact like just to peeve this grandmother I can't off wait to disappoint yeah I, like look her dead in the eyes and just go like i can't wait to tell your grandson that his <laughs> life is ruined like you know just i don't come to that. it the grandson shows up and i explained him the situation he got overbooked i'm so sorry you're not going to be able to do the lego event i'm so sorry and he was fine he was like okay mm. i'm like the fact that your grandchild has shown more understanding maybe it's a generational you, thing an as well. adult mm. maybe i think it's generational as well it's really i think it's a lot of projection that the older generations called us call us entitled oh my god yeah you're just kind of like looking at me like do you see have you looked in the mirror recently because i remember we went to like our friend's restaurant and usually if they have a private event they update their instagram and that mm. there wasn't anything on it but when we got there private event. there was mm. um instead of just going like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to them or i'm gonna leave a bad review or i'm gonna complain about this i was like oh that sucks mm. and we walked away we I'm found shocked. another place you went i was gonna say and you went you found somewhere else the evening was fine move on life's yeah. too short to be that bitter about things seriously and if it is my fault i'll just be like oh yeah that totally my bad i must have misread the website or yeah. or even if it was something in their fault be like oh like that's fine just like just so you know hmm. maybe update it yeah because that happens like social media is it's, it's hard to keep track mm -hmm. of everything but i have never in my life <laughs> been so mad well the one time it was we were it was when we were in a and e and even then i told the oh, nurse, I, I was like i know yeah. this is not your fault I know that the NHS is really messed up right now, and I know that's not your fault. Like, please do not take this as me being mad at you. Yeah. I'm just mad at the situation right now. Even then, I was like, I'm going to temper this little rant. Could you, could you, say, as you say, it's not their fault. So you kind of like put that curve on the edge that you're giving them. It's like, I know this isn't you, but I need to yeah. just get this across <laughs> that I'm not happy about what's just happened. Like, like, we have both been through some very stressful things, and we've both been, you know, hangry and annoyed and all this I mean, and I don't think you've seen me at my worst <laughs> yeah we have had meltdowns but we have never focused those meltdowns on people in yeah. service and yeah. i don't understand why you think that is acceptable behavior mm -hmm. to just freak out on a human being because of like something usually ridiculous yeah you don't know what's going on in their life you don't know what's like you know and it's just adding to it like they don't need to go home and be like i had a shit day because you know this thing didn't work yeah. and it's like you just don't don't add to it mm -hmm. that's the vibe we're bringing into 2022 guys it's like just be nicer be just, kinder everyone be like, chill like honestly everyone chill the last two years have been so fucking hard <laughs> like honestly some of the things people would complain about at work and it's just this is the worst thing that's happening to you right now yeah oh some of there the, are people dying kim yeah. some of the complaints <laughs> that i get and the way that they come across and i'm like if this is the worst thing that's happened to you in the last two years and you feel that much that you need to like rant about it and rave 
to me i'm like i want your life because like some shit's gone down and yeah you know like you're having a great time like by priorities yeah you make any resolutions for this year i try not to i just feel like it's always been like the same old same old mm-hmm. uh probably um if i had to do one would just be to like write more just do do things even though like they might not be i might not be good at it like the mm-hmm. painting we do we are not good painters <laughs> and, pe- and everyone yet, knows this and yet i was like you know what this is a fun thing that like i really like to do mm-hmm. um i'm not good at it i'm still gonna do it like i feel like there's this idea of like you have to do a hustle and you have to do a side thing like i always get like whenever i bake or cook or something it's like oh you should do this as a business and i'm like but then i will hate it someone said that to me recently about crocheting because i made like uh i don't know if i sent you a photo that nessie i made with like Mm -hmm. the little scarf and everything and someone was like you can make this into a business and i was like but then i'd hate it why would i want to i feel like that that mentality is so pervasive it's like you have to things aren't just worthy of trying just for the sake of trying it Mm -hmm. you have to do something to make money off of it and i think Mm -hmm. that's a very toxic way of thinking uh and we kind of joke about my brother how he like doesn't have a goal he kind of just like go we like i say he follows the serotonin and honestly i think (laughs) that's what we should just do like (laughs) i like just follow the serotonin like do what makes you happy in this messed up world i think if any if we've learned anything in these last two years is that just do what makes you happy. Like, I really it. like that statement. Follow, follow the serotonin. Follow the serotonin. Because that, I can see how in any like in, in another time that if you were to say that, someone would interpret that as like you don't take life seriously and yeah, you know, you're not trying to like work because it does feel like it's kind of like you have to work as hard as you can to get the like this kind of the comes grind, on. the yeah, hustle. This like... is literally like following on from this Molly May thing. It's that sense that people are like you have to like constantly be on it, bossing it you know, making money mm. on the side, you know, constantly working, perfection, da, 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 da. And I'm like, I'm tired. Like, this is, for, for, for me, this podcast <laughs> is like an outlet and I just get to chat to my best friend. And if we can mm-hmm. make other people smile while we do it, good days. I love making content. So, yes, you know, <laughs> it's like, it for me, it's just a laugh. Like, I don't see this as kind of like, we're going to grind, we're going to do da, 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 we're going to make it. Like, it's just, no, it's we're gonna girl boss. We're gonna no, girl we're boss. just hanging out. We're just hanging out. So Thank one of the you. best things someone has said about us is that if they felt like they were hanging out with us, and I'm like, that is like exactly what we want. Aww. Like we just want you to feel like you're hanging out with us for half an hour. You're forgetting about all the things that make us stressed. Yeah, and you know, well we like vent. <laughs> yeah, well we <laughs> vent about Molly May. Tried not to make any resolutions this year either, because yeah, it's. You know, I've got things that I'd like to do, like, you know, the usual. I'd love to travel more, especially this year. I mean, it's getting ridiculous at this point. Although I've seen people mm-hmm. on holiday already and I'm like, I'm sorry. Is this like, are we at the part of the pandemic now where this is cool again? Or do I need to like wait mm. for this to just chill out a bit? So I'm not sure how comfortable I feel with that. I'm hoping yeah. that maybe like, you know, we were like, oh, this is ending. And then Omicron. Maybe it's like the last hurrah of COVID. Like it's having its. That's what I am thinking. I think like hopefully with because it happened around Christmas and when everyone's traveling and being together mm-hmm. and so, I feel like you couldn't swing a cat without hitting someone who had. I'm amazed we didn't COVID. test positive at some point. Are you like it? We honestly knock on wood knock, got through this. Touch wood. We're touch, the chosen ones. Yeah. Um. <laughs> maybe this is like the thing that makes it endemic. So maybe hopefully that is our hope for 2022 that it's finally just to a point where it is a part of our life now yeah 
which it's it's horrible to say because like i know there's a lot of like people who are the immune systems are compromised and there are all people that will get Mm. sick and last thing i want like i'm still going to be careful like i have no intention Mm. to stop testing every time i'm planning to do something or wearing a mask or hand sanitizer Mm -hmm. or social distancing because personally i'm a hermit i hate people yeah literally like (laughs) i was like don't come near me i told that to my mom i was like i am so happy that we're like standing apart from each other i was like do not come why did we ever stand so close to each other when we queue like i look back at that and i'm like that's mad like i am glad that people give me a wide berth shaking people's hands i don't want to do that i hate do you know what gets me though like i remember being in high school and there was such emphasis put on giving a good handshake like mm-hmm. the importance of it and now i'm kind of like that means absolutely subtle and i'm I so happy told i have a very good handshake by oh, professionals wow, wow. <laughs> Not there me. was like surprise and i was like yeah <laughs> it's like my l <laughs> woods moment <laughs> This is like your secret superpower, yes. that like strong handshake. And it, yeah. yeah, I can't believe the importance we put on that. And now we're like, oh, should we <laughs> shake our arms like chickens to, you know, maybe, each other? Like, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe the East had it right. Like maybe we should just bow to each other. <laughs> I mean, everyone can bow to me. It's fine. I just bow. Yeah. Let's take it back. Let's go back to like, what, 1820? Curtsying. And... Oh, the hand stretch. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bridgerton's coming soon. Well, actually, no, before we get into that. Should we like what's been going on in your life? Like uh, life update for both of us, I think, is due. Oh, well okay. overdue, yeah. I am currently crocheting my mom's blanket for Christmas. The and I last was so... Christmas? Yeah. yeah well okay. she's coming in she's coming yeah. this week. Okay. So it was fine. However, I was messing up the pattern so much and I kept adding a row. I had to frog the entire thing. Oh my God. So I've literally messaged her and I was like, this is going to probably be finished by the time you leave. Like, I'm so throw it in the fire. Throw it in the bin. I can't deal. Oh, I I told David, I was like, if I destroy this whole thing and I start again and it's still like going like that, I am going to just buy her a blanket. (laughs) Here, mom, I bought you this. No, I made you this. Sorry. I made you this. Sorry. Uh, all the tags but it's off, fine. fine. It's working out now. Good. It is, it's going right. I, I fixed the problem. That's that. <gasps> Olivia escaped from her crib today for the first time. Oh my god! This is how yes. it begins. I was in the living room. J- David was in our bedroom, and she was like crying, and as she usually does before a nap, and she's a little sick, so she was just upset. And then all of a sudden, apparently, David heard her closer to him. <laughs> her voice got close, <laughs> and he asked me, like, "Did you put her in the crib?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Uh, and then that's like a horror out. film like yeah. almost like you know I can hear the child getting closer like yeah, literally her voice sounds too close uh, so we took like her crib turns into like a bed so we just took one side off and got her like one of those like hospital <laughs> like rails oh so okay down. I used to so have she them. doesn't fall out of the bed yeah yeah that almost sounded like I was going to say I had that open to the age of 16. Like, I, I, just to clarify, that was when I was a child, like Olivia's age, like two, three, okay? She still has one. Her, <laughs> Olivia falling out of bed is still a problem. It's not happened recently, okay? <laughs> oh, so how did she, does this mean that she's tall enough to climb out now? And like, we don't even know how side? it happened. Like, we she don't know how it happened she bars. doesn't have a camera there. Yeah. No, no, no. So she she climbed over somehow. We saw her trying last week. Um, so I was kind of expecting this. Um, but yeah, she made an ex- <laughs> she Shawshanked. Herself. I'm just imagining like a little gymnastic show, like her by herself, just like proper. But that's the thing. Out. She didn't fall because we Cause didn't would have heard that. Like yeah. tumble. Yeah, we would have heard her fall out or something like that. No, she 
Mission Impossible herself out. Oh my god, that's terrifying and impressive at the same time. I'm not sure which I'm more inclined to say it is. So that was that was today. <laughs> a long line of things that happened today. But what about you? You have a baby. You have a fur baby. I have. Yeah. Everyone, for clarity, I've not been pregnant. It, this is entirely a fur baby situation. <laughs> I bought a little my baby. baby. Yeah, my, my little my niece. Your my niece. fur niece. Oh my goodness. Well, actually, your story about um. <laughs> Olivia climbing out of the crib just reminded me of like the other night when <laughs> when Ailey the puppy uh was in her crate and I had forgotten to lock well so there's two sides to the crate that can open and I forgot to mm-hmm. lock the side bit because I was like really tired and I just like put her in because it was bedtime and she was whining and she was doing this for an hour like she was like oh call me not actually speaking English that'd be weird if my dog was doing that (laughs) (laughs) but she was whining and then all of a sudden after about an hour it goes quiet and we were just like oh thank god and we were like just watching tv at this point and then all of a sudden all we hear is like (laughs) across the floor and she just appears and we're both like oh my god like this dog where did this dog come from I'd forgotten to lock the side but it was just funny in that moment of like where the hell did you come from Mm -hmm. (gasps) mm-hmm Yes, she is a Borgi, which is a Border Collie cross Corgi. She's 14 weeks and my heart bursts every time. Like I look at her little face. She's exhausted today because we took her out for a big walk and she's been asleep. On her tiny little Corgi legs. I know. She's Although she got called a fox today again. People keep calling her a fox. She does look like a fox. She has a fox tail. Like at the bottom of my garden when she's out there, I'm kind of like, oh my God, who let that fox in? Like we've got to get the (laughs) council onto this. (laughs) I'm expecting a family of foxes just to You're come along and adopt her. You're gonna the council. <laughs> I'm gonna food in the council. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it's been really lovely, exhausting though. Um, you know, every time it like it's really funny because our like you have a little dog and our friends have a cat, and sometimes you like you both will tell us stories and it really just seems like you have toddlers of your own and it's really funny like i i always say to people like i will never compare it to having children because i don't know what that experience is like but i think it's quite similar it is it's like the same things happen yeah like the same kind of struggles like your child just like walking out (laughs) (laughs) by itself whining crying eating things it shouldn't um you know like nap time's the favorite and it's like yes nap time is the best time oh my god like i love her when she's asleep but the problem is like i look at her and i'm like oh my gosh i wish you were awake so i could like enjoy this moment with you and then (laughs) the minute she wakes up yeah and then the minute she wakes up i'm like oh my god go back to sleep like please just sleep i need you to sleep (laughs) god yeah when olivia was a newborn it's just like i miss you i want to hold you and then she'd wake up and like oh god no Just sleep, please. Yeah, there's the puppy. There's our flat. We bought a flat and that's been ongoing. Lots of changes to happen. A lot of painting. I think that's been like the biggest thing that's like consumed your time is the flat decorating and things oh, like that. It's, and it's even harder now with a puppy. So we got the flat first and then we got the puppy because we wanted a dog and it's just been... It's, I don't, you know what it's like. Like you start on one thing and you go, ah, done. And then you look at the next thing and you go, oh my God, this needs doing. Yeah. And it's just never going to end. That's my brother and his girlfriend. They they just want to do everything at one time. And I'm like, you need to get like your bedroom no. mm. and probably like the place that you're going to spend the most time in the living room done. Yeah. And then over years, because they're going to be, they're spending the rest of their life in that, mm. um, in that like apartment, the bottom part of their house. So, like, you have time. Just get yeah. your bedroom and the place that you're going to spend the most time in 
done. Like if I, it was that you're gonna yeah like have people. I know that it's like um, there's, a, there's a huge sense of like I want to get it all done so we can just live in it. It doesn't work like that. It's really tiring. Yeah. And if you don't have the resources, like <laughs> I you know, like we're doing this all by ourselves at this point. Maybe when we do the kitchen and the bathroom, we'll get people in because my god, neither of us have any talent for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I did ask my dad if he would come and do it for us, but he was like, only if you pay for me to come business class. And I was like, I can't afford that and the oh refurb. So I, know. I can he, only imagine business class under Australia is. He is so bougie now. Like he's like, I won't fly anything other than business class. And I'm like, it ruined you. It really did. One day, David, for some reason, the ticket for regular like coach mm. and first class was only like the first class was only like a little bit more was this it was, like in an affordable range yes what so he took it and to this day i hate him i've only been first class once which i know is probably more than anyone else has been but it was to florida it wasn't like over yeah, or anything to, like you that got to do first class it was when my dad had money oh nice i'd love Definitely. to i want to have that moment where they upgrade me and i'm just kind of like how do I get that to happen to me? It's happened to my parents. I'm like, what do I need to do? Who do I need to make uncomfortable eye contact with at the airport? Like, to make so this we happen? can try. So things that have apparently worked on the internet: getting them all gift cards to Starbucks, the what, airline the, staff. The, no, people don't do that. Yes, what, like yes, someone is done. Yes, you're telling me I can get upgraded Chocolates if I just give like Janice some. Coffee. I don't know if it'll work. Okay. I'm writing this down. Joining <laughs> joining the military and going in uniform. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> a hard pass on that one. I know it seems like a <laughs> seems like a lot of effort. Yeah, I'm like mm, maybe I can deal with the economy, like you know, mm. the struggle. <laughs> unless I, um, unless this podcast gets really successful, in which case I, you will only ever find me flying business class. You could be Michael B. Jordan and be confused for Michael Jordan's son. <laughs> I could not get confused for anyone unless they mistakenly thought I was Olivia Newton-John. But then don't really think that'll ever I'm happen. Sorry, she's old. Yeah, I know. I know. But she's blonde. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> if you go, like, maybe just draw, like, some... Lines on my face. And just go with glasses. Just start singing, Xanadu. <laughs> like... <laughs> Just go, Danny, and they'll be like, "Oh Danny. my god, is that Olivia <laughs> Newton-John?" Oh my god, it's Sandy, Sandy. <laughs> Danny, Danny. Um. So what I was gonna discuss before was we just finished watching The Witcher, and you just <gasps> finished watching The Great. Have you finished that at last? Yes, it is all done. We are. We just finished it, today. but The Witcher. I was like, the last episode, I'm not going to put not spoilers or anything. Not Yaskier. Oh, yeah, of course. No, need, we need more. But We need more Yaskier. <laughs> 2022 campaign. Um, <laughs> the thing that got me, I was, I, this was like this series, the ending, I was like, huh? Like, I just remember sitting there going, where? Like, I didn't even click. Who? <laughs> yeah, literally. That was my reaction when he turned around. I was like, huh? It took me like a good five minutes and then we were kind of like, oh, like... It makes no sense, but I guess it kind of does. Oh, I don't know. There there was one thing that kind of gave me a clue, but I'll explain it. I'll explain it to you later. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed it very much. I think that there was a distinct lack of, one, Yaskier, and two, Witcher in the bath. 
scenes. Just general sexy times, to be fair. I kind of thought that. I was like, yeah, I could have done were... with more. I feel like I got my fill from The Great. I think it was. Oh, The Great. We really, watched The Great yeah. so much. And it was like seeping into my dreams, having a lot of sexy time dreams. You lucky sod. Yeah. I know. You know me. I know. Your brain works wonders. I honestly did not think, you know, if you would tell me 10, 15 years ago that the little kid from About a Boy. <laughs> no, you can't compare him to what he is now. He would did be. Skins. I think he was weird looking when he did Skins too. He was like a little awkward looking. I don't think, I would not have looked at him in Skins and been like. No sex symbol because he was a teenage like he they like this is the thing with skins like it kind of gave you like this drug fueled teenage years like having watched it i was kind of like this is what my teen years are going to be like no i was just in my bedroom all the time reading <laughs> and you know being weird yeah. so you know it was not nothing like skins but he looked like a proper Mm-mm. teenage boy but him in the great mm-hmm. he's a man he's a very problematic man but he's a man i honestly i was uh telling my friend about it and I was like I have never seen a group of characters that are so like unlikable in a sense mm-hmm. and yet so endearing I think it's like the, they're terrible and so endearing yeah it's the l- use of the modern language I think but it's it's mixed with yieldy language so I think it's for me I've just really connected with the fact that these people kind of seem relatable because they're swearing and they're saying things that are like really witty it's just the dialogue yeah amazing, you know where well, i like that they don't take themselves seriously at all mm. except in i was thinking this i was like the shapes of the garments are very accurate but like the textiles borderline things yeah there will those will be the ones that are like that was definitely not a thing no um, but then i mean all of the history is in it is mixed up anyway but this is like the one show i'll forgive for but like they mashing say, up yeah. things yeah like it says yeah it's like <laughs> to be fair it makes it so much better so you know like it does yeah i think like more shows should just lean into the fact that they are not historically accurate mm-hmm. because i'll forgive it more but if you're telling me that this is like the tutors kind of selling itself as like a historical yeah. drama or rain like mary queen of scots it would have been great if they just kind of came at it and said i mean like i guess it's been described since as the gossip girl of like tudors but they didn't really present that when they were when it was on so for me i was always kind of like i can't stand this show it's so inaccurate like i can't deal with it if they just been honest and been like this is you know completely make-believe and nothing's real and you Mm -hmm. know don't take it too seriously then i'd be like i appreciate that you know I think also, I mean, kudos to having some of the best character development for Peter. <laughs> oh my god. I really, I'm so looking forward to series two. I need to find so it. I'm like, I'll give you my Amazon Prime login, okay? Wait, it's not on Amazon Prime the second series, is it? We have stars. Oh, I bought stars, you remember? Do. Oh yeah. I'll let yes. you have it because the second season, girl. Have you watched are you started watching it? Yes, we we're done. I told You're you done. We're, we're done, we're done. I thought you were just watching the first we series. We flew, or? we flew through it. Oh my god! That's how obsessed we got. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to buy stars. Like I didn't want to, but I feel like I'm gonna have to. Just, just see if my login works, and we'll. Okay. You yeah, can watch cool, the cool, show. Okay. Yeah. Don't listen uh, to this Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Listen to it, Jeff Bezos. This is what we're doing. We're <laughs> sharing. <laughs> Times are hard, okay. <laughs> I think the only person that I genuinely cannot stand and like they are in no way endearing was her name is not Svetlana, but it's something like that. Oh, is this the mistress? No, no not Georgina. Because even her, sometimes I'm like, 
Oh, okay. Like, I get you. Is this, is this the maid that the f- was... The other one. No, the, the mage, bitch. The bitch. Like, the really bitchy... I don't think... Is she in the second series or the first series? No, she's in the first one. She she's the one that Elizabeth gets her to wear a dress that's the same fabric as the uh, marquee tents. Oh, I can really... Like, is she that prominent of a character in the first season, though? Mm-hmm. Well, kind of, yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe I just didn't clock her. Maybe... I, I know, think I... that she has absolutely no endearing qualities. Okay. Well, there's always got to be one of them. Because even, I mean, the priest is such a little weirdo, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he's not a little weirdo. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, man, I didn't even think I was going to like the Russian Orthodox priest, but I do. <laughs> here we are. Who'd have thought? But like... here we are. So we finished that. Um, Hawkeye we finished um which is good i always like seeing clips of it i've just tired dad stories (laughs) (laughs) i just like i've fallen out of loop with marvel stuff like it's just you know i think the last marvel thing i saw was like maybe the first avengers so i am did you not watch shang chi oh i did watch shang chi that was that was really good actually that was the last marvel thing i watched (laughs) but i've just not watched anything with the avengers or like captain america or iron man or any of that or spider-man like i just i've not honestly shang chi but Shang-Chi, amazing. I love that movie. Or like Maurice. <laughs> oh, just like, was it Morris? The little guy, the little furry thing. I loved him. It was Morris, yeah. Morris. I want one of them. I want a little toy one of them. <laughs> we have to find it for you then. Except if I have that, it will probably eat it alive just because she likes ripping into things. So I'd have to keep him, keep him safe. But do you know what's coming soon that I'm really excited for? Bridgerton. Yes, Anthony's story. I'm so excited. (laughs) Have you heard the like? I don't know if you saw a video of like Andrew Lloyd Webber singing with Barlow and Bear. Yes, he was singing. He they were singing like that first verse, like two seasons, and then he did Grosvenor Square, eighteen. Well, anyway, but anyway, how great would that be if they partnered with Andrew Lloyd Webber and actually got? I mean, if it gets made into a musical, I will be so with them. Because I do love Andrew Lloyd Webber, but sometimes I do not like his music. No, I feel like, yeah, I it, like if he could just produce it, fantastic. But if we just keep it yes. as is, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just add be, some music because it is missing some things. But Oh, it's going to be so – I might rewatch the first season just to get myself back into it. But I'm excited. I feel like this is the revival of period historical pieces. Like we're getting more mm-hmm. content that's going – Non-historical. <laughs> you know, like it's not really histo- – like because I mean oh, like – Bridgerton also again the costumes in that are very borderline wrong all the time mm-hmm. for the time period but it's so pretty and it's so sexy yes. and they're really hot people in it and I'm really happy cue me trying to explain to my mom the um the purpose and validity of historical fiction in giving women agency in a time period where they didn't and she's like well that's not accurate to the time period like she would never have done that and I'm like yeah that's exactly why it's there that's mm. why Jane Austen wrote those stories because, like, no one wants to read a story. I don't know. I don't want to read a story. I don't know about no one. But I don't want to read a story about how, like, hard life is. I mean, can you imagine how boring that would be as well to read? Like, you know, yeah. she was imagine beaten being down. Like a Georgian and she, woman. Yeah, like, she never got her way. Like, this, this she was like, forced to marry a man who was horrible and he didn't change and stayed horrible until the end of his days. If you want that, go watch like The Duchess. I mean, that's a really good movie. Like oh, that was depressing though. Exactly. Like it's massively depressing. That poor woman got no happiness in her life ever. Like the scene where she yeah. like gives up the baby 
heartbreaking, you know. But that's, that's I, don't, like, I don't want that. No, like no one want, we watch it because it's whimsical and because the girls are like bosses, and I'm just like, yeah, you exactly. stick it to him, like. Yeah, except she's like, oh, except no when it comes one would ever to, reject two proposals. Like, well, you know what, like, Elizabeth Bennet did. The one series that does get me, and it just—I don't know if it's just the character, but Outlander, Claire Fraser, can't get behind her mm-hmm. being a, being a boss because she goes back to seventeen hundreds, and she's like, "Well, in my day, in nineteen forty-five, this is how we do it." <laughs> and I'm kind of like, "Hun, you really need to just survive at this point. Like, I get what you're doing, but more often than I'm not, you're ending." Inoculated. Yeah, <laughs> that Jamie. was really good. Thank you. You've been practicing. <laughs> no, it's like the one impression I can do. <laughs> There's that one TikToker, and they do such a good impression. It's like I knew if I had to get back to Frank, my awful husband, I had to do everything I could to leave my hot young lover. <laughs> I was like, I was talking to my my friend about this. I was like, because I haven't, I stopped reading those books. I think at the third one, because it just got to a point where I was like. You're jumping back and forth too often. You're um, you can't be involved in little... every single historical event. Yes, like it's too. It's getting to be too, too much. much. At this point. Um, so I stopped. So he has continued to watch the show, and I'm like, is there a, like a reason why Jamie can't go forward in time? Yeah. Is there like a like an actual canonical reason, or is it just like he's too stubborn? <laughs> Do they ever explain that? Uh, I think he said that only some people can go. Oh, well, like so if like, you vibe the... with the stones, then it's like, might happen. But then also he kind of said that there might be like a Jamie is too stubborn to go to the future kind of thing. But like, how are you going to hear about running water and antibiotics and things and not think, I could leave And yeah, he's 18th so sort century of the Scotland. Time. Yeah, I lost interest in the t- Like, I read the first two books and then I was watching the TV series. And then the minute they kind of like, even when they got to France, I was like, mm, I'm not really into this anymore. And then after... They started, like, I think that's like, when I stopped reading was that book when they went to France. When they went to America, I was like, this is just, I was like, really? Like, you're going to get into, involved in this now? And like, you know, it's a hop, skip and a jump for them being in like the oh, Revolutionary like, War. So, so old. <laughs> like, I love it for, I guess it's just like, I don't relate to it. Hmm. It's like kind of like reading about my parents <laughs> at that point. <laughs> like you have an adult child <laughs> yeah not like and her relationship with roger is really weird like i didn't really get into it but i've seen enough clips and enough sort of takes on it that i'm kind of like roger doesn't seem like a decent guy yeah i don't even know who yeah, exactly this is the thing <laughs> ew yeah anyway saying uh, that <laughs> yeah we are like fighting for peter to <laughs> to get her to fall in love <laughs> oh he's just he's like I don't know. He's endearing. He's like a stupid, endearing giant. Like. I do love. Like, he's not a technical himbo because he does not respect women in the first uh, series and kind of the second series. However, I do love a big, dumb puppy man. He is that. That's a great description of him. He's just a giant, dumb, <laughs> lovable, obnoxious, probably misogynistic, fixing himbo. Like, but it only makes him changing so much sweeter. I know. It's kind of like... He's doing like it. That that chemistry he's is like, amazing. I don't know if you've seen like gift sets or something, but it's him like walking into the room with two guns. Yes, I've seen the clips of that. It is such a good scene. Oh, oh god, it's I'm so good. It. Send me your login details, please. <laughs> David, tell me. What he looks so good in that. In, like somebody's got a crush. I do. You know what it is? He has like. If I tell you that he has like 
a swimmer's body you know what i mean right i know what you mean like that's it like it's like a lean muscle kind of i mean i've had a crush on him for like a good while so this is nothing new to me but like the great has just made him even better and just the the catchphrases oh i did like him in x-men yeah yeah it seems lovely in that yeah he was he's like a nice little nerd yeah catchphrases like huzzah (laughs) and tis but but a jape like we use that (laughs) in data like i richard literally said this to me today he said something when i was like well that's not very nice and then like i was pretending to be moody and he was like but it was a jape it was a jape and i'm like you can't (laughs) pretend you're not you're not a russian emperor like i can't you're not a big dumb puppy i'm sorry (laughs) yeah i'm sorry if you rule a whole country and you know yeah if you want to make me empress of russia then we can do it then we can talk then you can do japes but until then Huzzah. No japes. <laughs> again, also towing the line of historical and not. But again, we love it if they just they're upfront about it. Like even with Bridgerton, it's yes. you know we accept the fact that that's not historically accurate, and we love it for it. Except, in no way would Penelope have been the unattractive one. She would have been the ultimate hot one. She like, would have been everyone... the one everyone was after. Like, ooh, she like... looks like she gets fed. Yeah, like everyone will be looking at Daphne going like, mm, poor little bird, you know, she's going to have she's TB amazing. next week, like, yeah. you, you know. <laughs> she's going to die of consumption soon. Exactly. Whereas like Penelope, everyone will be like that. Like if you look at all the portraits Damn. of the mistresses of the kings of England in like 1600s. The like, girls. Big bosoms, you know, hanging all See, out. See, you know? I could go back in time. I could go back in time and they'd be like, we're well, going to feed this pasty fat girl. Isn't this that thing where it's like post you know like the renaissance post these like really traumatic times in history like the black death people just went out and they enjoyed life so this is you know like the mm-hmm. you know this is why you've got these beautiful portraits of larger women because that Ooh, was the she doesn't look like she does hard labor exactly or you know <laughs> like or work in the fields you know that pasty skin you know that plump she, oh she's she's doing i know i'd go like, back in time and they'd be like uh get this woman a crown uh you <laughs> would 100 percent be like the first mistress to the king and you know amazing as long as i'm the first <laughs> the first mistress like the one he visits all the time like yeah, we got a string favorite. of them well that's like have you watched versailles no not that one that that was a good series that was really good mm-hmm. actually um sometimes dragged on but the sexy times were fantastic um and again, in that, like, there was these really beautiful, very skinny women. And you're just kind of like, that's not what he, he liked then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've never seen a portrait of his mistress where it was like, she was but a twig. Like, again, it would be, <laughs> you know, poor Marjorie. She'll have the consumption next week. And then she's in the corner right. going, he, he, like, you know, blood in a handkerchief. <laughs> she looks like she only eats bread and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you're looking forward to this year? Is there any TV series? Because we talk. Oh, actually, before we wrap this up, can we just talk about Henry Cavill in The Witcher? Because I mean, I mean, I don't know this if man. I, the I do not find him attractive at anything except maybe the Tudors. No. But this, but The Witcher. Did I send you the video that was like, if you liked the Beast in his Beast form, if you thought like when he changed, like, oh, that was not an improvement. Um, that you like Henry Cavill as the Witcher solely. <laughs> I was going to be like, there's a pipeline so here, out. isn't it? Is there like a pipeline there is, of girls yes. that found the Beast more attractive than human Adam, Prince Adam, to the Witcher character? Yes. It's just oh, like... <laughs> <laughs> but he just... There's the, the voice 
and the just mm. the and and in this series the the sort he's of the so daddy paternal. aspect yeah like the you know i mean not just, he's you know, so supportive of her and not even like in a i'm gonna protect you and you're not gonna do anything like at all kind of way mm-hmm. like he encourages her and he supports her and he just like sees all the amazing things about her mm-hmm. but also when she is doing something that will put her in harm's way he's like you're not gonna do that yeah but I'll teach you how you can get to a point where you can do that. And I like that. Yeah. We 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 appreciate, you know, a guy we that helps. We appreciate a supportive dad. <laughs> <laughs> like we, don't get it wrong. We like when guys are protective, but we don't like when you're just like. You can't do this. It's like, I'm going to yes. stop you because you can't do this. It's got to be, I'm going to stop you because you can't do this now. But I'm going to yes. help you figure out how you can do this in future. Yeah, That's the exactly. stuff we want. Mm-hmm. So but, I don't think we have any male listeners. However, if we do, no, I think it's like our, our TikTok audience is like eighty-three <laughs> percent female. So, so those few men that kind of like We're interact there for with the us, hello. <laughs> I think it's the the nerds that it's the guy nerds that I have gone in with our gaming. They content. come for Nicole's Dungeons and Dragons content, and they stay for our amazing bodies. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, it isn't. We have we have our like to follower ratio has proven that we are not attractive enough for follow. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. You know, it's That's like fine. we we, we know what our niche is. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. You know, we we don't have that privilege, but we know how to work it. And on that note, thank you for joining us again. We're looking forward to 2022. <laughs> yeah, 2022 is going to be the bomb. Definitely. It's going to be our year, guys. So make sure that you're it's gonna subscribed. be a year <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a year if not our year but make sure you're subscribed to get our podcast we're going to endeavor this to be weekly because we try but we life will. is hard christmas is hard anyway no one works <laughs> no one works. Neither do we. but now it's january and we've got nothing else to do so okay. <laughs> yes so follow us on our socials on instagram tiktok twitter we are not on tumblr <laughs> I mean, personally, we probably all like we both got our own Tumblr accounts still. We are personally, there. yes, but it's it's not us. You'll like I don't never think... find us. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us and for sticking with us and for hanging out with us. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>